You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hello there and welcome to the very first episode of the Simple Pin Podcast in 2023. I cannot believe we are here, but we are. And today's topic is don't give up on Pinterest in 23, which seems a really weird thing to start with. I usually do Pinterest marketing predictions for 2023, which I have a lot of thoughts on that, but we're going to go into that in future episodes and see how some things are going to play out. I do think there's going to be a lot of changes in 23 when it comes to Pinterest. I think they're going to move faster, move better, move quicker. Of course, one of the biggest things we're going to see roll out is idea pins having links in 2023. So we're going to take those in pieces and parts as they come along. But I want to talk about how we approach Pinterest in 2023 and what we're thinking. And this really came from the fact that we saw a lot of clients really slashing their marketing budgets and cutting out Pinterest. But when we dove into their analytics, we would see things like, well, 50% of your traffic is coming from Google and 18% is coming from Pinterest, 5% direct, and then the rest falls where it will. So why would you choose to cut off this second most powerful arm in your business when it's still driving traffic? And sometimes it's driving traffic. Sometimes it's driving conversions. Sometimes it's driving awareness, right? But we saw people making a lot of emotional decisions to say, I don't feel like Pinterest is giving me what I need, or I don't see this particular X metric really impacting my business when it comes to Pinterest. So I'm going to get rid of it. But maybe that metric is not really a good indicator of whether or not it's working or not working. So we're going to go through in this episode a little bit about how to decide if you're ready to slash it from the budget, throw in the towel. I want you to evaluate these things and its results before you do that. But first, I also want to mention that our Pinterest ads training is this month in January. We believe January is one of the best times to jump on Pinterest ads, like a really, really good time. So we're going to give you three 30-minute sessions in our free training that's going to get you really set up and ready to go with Pinterest ads. You will have a full understanding of it. And the best part is it's totally free and you get access to our ads team. So if you go to simplepinmedia.com slash enroll, you can scroll down in your podcast player and you can see how to enroll in that class. Okay, back to the topic, not to give up on Pinterest in 2023. Okay, recently, um, I am a part of Entrepreneurs Organization. I've mentioned that a few times, either on this podcast, on Instagram. It has been one of the best decisions I have made in my business. It is a nonprofit organization. It's a global organization. Some cities have chapters, some do not. If you are interested, just go look up Entrepreneurs Organization in your city. For me, it's Portland. So our forum meets once a month for four hours. There are seven business owners in there. I am the only online business owner. And other people have potentially like online arms to their business. But for the most part, it's really just me, right? Some people have brick and mortar businesses. Some people have um, design businesses. It's very cool, right? To be able to listen to other people's 
struggles who aren't in your industry. So I am now the moderator for my forum. And so I get the responsibility of bringing in people into this forum to teach us for 30 minutes. And I have to say what I love about EO, that's, you know, short for entrepreneurs organization. We all call it EO. It is very, there is a lot of strict guardrails. At first, I was like, what in the world is this? There are so many strict things around this, like meeting, timing, all of these things. But one of the things that's very important is if somebody comes in to teach, they have 30 minutes, it has to get straight to the point and it cannot sell you on anything. So one of our EO members recently came in and gave a recession training in December, probably a little bit late. But hey, it was great. He had a ton of good information to share about how business order owners should make decisions before you reach like DEFCON 1, right? Like we want to make sure that you are prepared. I have to admit, I'm a person who gets a little bury my head in the sand when things get rough. And that is because I feel a lot of, I guess, guilt and shame about not being able to manage things well. What I am learning is that I need to really face face the hard things and be ready to make changes before we reach that critical level. So he was giving us some tools for kind of recession recession proofing your business. Again, I wish I would have heard these six months ago. One of the takeaways that I had that he shared was he gave a really great tip. And I'm currently working through this processing how this fits from my business. And I think it can work. Well, I know it can work with any business overall. But what's really important about this is to know your key performance indicators or KPIs. Some people might call them like OKRs. Um, I can't remember who wrote that book. I read it super dry, but it had some good points. It's called the ladder plan. So this ladder plan works by taking your key performance indicator. This is could be sales, it could be clients, it could be leads, it could be conversions, it could be email list growth, whatever it is, whatever moves the needle forward for your business, you stack it on the top rung and you say, this is where we're really getting good at things, right? And if we're really good at things, that can fuel X. Uh, maybe that's our team, maybe that's our ads, maybe that's our future infrastructure, whatever it is. Then if we start to lose some of our key performance indicators, I'll say, for example, let's say this, it's um, let's say traffic on Pinterest. I know that's not primarily what's important to all of you, but it's important to probably 80% of you. So when traffic is good on Pinterest and we're getting these things, it fuels X. Now that could be ads, that could be affiliates, that could be email conversions, that could be whatever it is. Now, if things get to this lower level, then maybe we have to pull back on our time, right? And then the lower level, we pull back on this. And then the lower level, we pull back on that. His example that he was using was at the top, we can pay our team if we get enough leads. Then if we drop leads and we're not bringing any clients in, we have to cut X and then we cut X. And his point being is that as you go down the ladder, You get to a point where you say, this is time for me to be done. And you make an exit with some dignity and in his point, some cash still intact, right? So if we apply again that logic to Pinterest, we want to say 
And then I and let me say this too. Traffic is a hard indicator when it comes to a social media platform because every single platform we have seen lowers in traffic. In fact, I was talking with someone the other day and they said, you know, even people who started on TikTok, they're not getting their returns as easy as it was in the beginning. Obviously, because everybody wanted to get everybody hooked on TikTok and they want to get them using it. And then so the plane starts to begin to make its descent. We've seen it on Facebook. We've seen it on Pinterest. We've seen it on Instagram. Now TikTok, literally it's everywhere. So it's like we see a social media platform and we have great results, but we're expecting a different result than what we've seen from other platforms. That's kind of crazy. So when it comes to what you want from a business, if it's only hinged on traffic or impressions, you're going to be disappointed, right? But if you hinge it on a conversion, then it doesn't necessarily matter if you're not at the whim of this up or down, right? Because you know that you can convert people. So you can say, yes, if I have 10,000 people coming to my site, And maybe my conversion or my funnel, when we talk about funnel, what we mean is like literally a funnel. You're pouring people in, right? We have 10,000 here, but maybe when you get to that bottom point, when you want them to buy or sign up for your email newsletter, your copy sucks, right? I have been there. Mine, I'm still working through that. Copy is not my skill set. I mean, I love writing and I love kind of writing more long form, but I'm definitely not somebody who's good at sales copy, right? So let's say you have 10,000 people coming from Pinterest and you're funneling them in and maybe only out of that you see 100 people buying your product, right? Well, now all of a sudden you're like, maybe I need to get a little better with my copy on my sales page. So over the year, you invest into getting better on your copy on your sales page. And over that same year, let's call it 2022, your traffic on Pinterest goes down but your conversions goes up. And now you're pouring into that funnel 5,000 people, but now 400 people are converting. So you ask yourself the question, is traffic my KPI or is conversions my KPI? So you look at that right there. That's So let's just say with this ladder analogy, you are looking just at conversions, but you're not looking at traffic. So then if you were to look at that metric for 2023, you say 400 is what I need in order to pay the company I'm using for Pinterest because it makes sense. Or maybe I invest in Pinterest ads because it makes sense. But if my conversion starts dropping to 300, now I might need to evaluate, do I still need to work with the company I'm working with? Or do I still need to invest in ads there? Or do I need to change up my copy? Do I need to make things a little bit fresher on the page? I think one of the things that we don't wrestle with, especially when it comes to Pinterest, is that Pinterest users are cold. They don't know you. They are not interested in you, but they're interested in your solution or your product, right? And so you have to take these things all into consideration with your ladder, So let's walk through a practical example. Again, let's go back to that example. So we've got 400 at the top. We can still continue to pay our company. Then we've got 300. We can still continue to pay our company, but that triggers we need to evaluate copy. And then if the next month happens and we get to 200, then we might have to cut back on hiring the company that we're working for, or we need to look at 
the pin design or the pin examples, or I need to look at changing up my keywords that I'm using on Pinterest. Let's say you've made these small tweaks and two months later, also important to give yourself a time frame, my conversions goes back up to 300. Oh, I can stay here because this supports X. So I don't know what your ladder exercise would look like for you, but I want to say that there's a lot of factors that that factor into it. You have to figure out what is going to be the most important thing when it comes to Pinterest. Pinterest is still a good chunk of our social referrals, even for us, more than any other social platform. So for me, I'm not going to cut off that cold lead generator if my goal is leads. So let's say my KPI is leads to get people awareness, get people on my email list, just get people to the front door, right? Then I'm going to change up my tactics maybe a little bit for 2023 and say, right now we're getting a thousand sessions a month from Pinterest. I would like to increase that to 1500. I don't know how we're going to do that quite yet. We haven't mapped that out, so I can't speak to that today, but we're going to test a few different things one month, two months at a time. We do have a podcast that we recorded back in September about some previous tests that we had done. We're going to go ahead and do that again in January, February, March to see if this can kind of jog some of those ideas or some of those conversions. So we'll let you know. We'll bring you in onto all of that. Another thing we're going to try is more video with our voice and our face. Now, this is very, very important because I have forever said Man, video with your face, with your voice, it's a little tough. I think voice is great, right? We don't know if people are using with sound on or sound off, but to be truthful, that's pretty much every platform these days. And what we're seeing too is that our idea pins where we are showing my face, showing my voice, those tend to do a little bit better. And remember, idea pins are going to get links. Here's the last thing I'll say about that with one of the things we're going to test, which is more voice and face. It cannot be about you. It cannot be about your day. It cannot be what you're posting on Instagram in a story. The other day I was talking about my shed. My door is broken. It's like just kind of a janky time here, right? When it comes to the simple pin she shed. I cannot put that on Pinterest because nobody knows about my she shed. Frankly, nobody really cares. But somebody might actually be, if I was writing this content, looking for a she shed design or looking for tips about maintaining a she shed, maybe how to make sure that your doors are secure or gutters, whatever it is. I think it's a really, really important to know those distinctions before you go into voice and face. The next thing we're going to do is double down on e-commerce with Pinterest. We have got our shop set up in November. We used Shopify. We have connected with a verified merchant program. And now we're going to see how we can leverage that and those features to lead to more sales. What are people buying on Pinterest? And we don't know that yet. So what we're giving ourselves is we can't create a ladder just yet for that. But we're going to see what happens in the next six months. What do people buy of ours coming from Pinterest? going to be really interesting. I will also say we did cut in 2022 due to budgets. We cut back on YouTube for six months. And I share this example because this is an example of us choosing to cut a marketing arm of our business. And it was a very hard choice. And we hadn't quite built up momentum yet 
that we needed to kind of sustain the project where we were able to put investment money. But I knew that Google and Pinterest were still very powerful content arms that were supporting our business. Like we could still see that. So cutting back on YouTube for just a short amount of time would allow us to get our budget back up to where we needed it to be. We're still obviously going to leverage shorts. And this decision was pretty hard, right? Like it's it's not easy to because you're cutting back someone's hours too as well. But these are, I think, the decisions that people are going to have to wrestle with when they go into 23 is what am I going to cut off? And for you, as you're listening to this too, you may be in the same position we were with YouTube where you've invested in Pinterest and it isn't quite yet there. And so you've put effort into it for the last six months, but you still have maybe Google is something you need to really go all in on. And it is gaining steam and you need your effort to be focused there a little bit more. That's fine. Do a hiatus for six months, get back up to where you are, and then then start invest in Pinterest. Because Google, Pinterest, YouTube, they operate in that same vein. They are new cold leads for your business. I just think anytime you make a decision about where to cut, evaluate whether it's warm or whether it's cold. You need to have both. So with that said, obviously, I'm going to champion for you not to give up Pinterest in 2023, but I'm a realist. And I know if I've had to do the same thing with an arm of my marketing, then you might have to do that as well. But before you do it, look at the numbers. Don't just cut it based on your gut or what you think. Go into your Google Analytics and look specifically at the division of referral traffic. Where is the traffic to your website coming from? Because your website is this place where that's where you drive email conversions. That's where you drive sales conversions. Look at it first before you just say, oh, Pinterest feels so hard. I'm going to get rid of it. Don't do that. Go in and look and really see. And that to us has been one of the most powerful things that we have done. And it grounds us. And we go, oh, well, then we're not going to cut back on that because why would I get rid of this particular thing in my business if it's already doing well? What can I do to level it up? So I would love to hear from you. What's been a hard decision that you've had to make in your marketing for 2023 when it comes to cutting back? Will Pinterest be a part of that or not? This is a really good time for us to have a great conversation. I know that you're listening in a podcast and sometimes either you're driving or you're walking or you're at the gym. I do the same thing. Uh, feel free to pop over to Instagram to DM us at Simple Pin Media. We are active over there. Tabby, our social media manager, answers questions there as well. We are going to start doing more Q&A over there and just really helping to help you sort through these, these decisions hard decisions that have to be made in 2023. Thank you so much for listening to this very first episode of the Simple Pin Podcast in 2023. We are going on almost seven years of the podcast, which is just bonkers. I can't even believe it. If you have never left a review for us, I would be so honored if you would do that and just take 30 seconds, leave a review below. That helps more people in the podcast app see this podcast. And that is our goal this year is to impact more people and help them leverage Pinterest and understand how to use it in the best way for them. Alrighty, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks.